0: Well, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Ignite Depot. My name's Milt Jones. I want to thank you for joining us today. God, glory to God that this is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be exceedingly glad. Again, my name is Milt Jones. I'm the lead pastor here at Ignite Depot. And we want to thank you for joining us tonight. We know that right now you are about to hear a rhema word, a right now word, a word in due season that will ultimately change your life forever. So let's go, re- go ahead and get ready to get started in this word tonight. We're gonna go ahead and make our declaration in the name of Jesus as we go ahead and make this declaration in accordance as Isaiah 61, verse one uh, through three. It says this: that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings into. To the meek. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opener of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all. Who mourn to appoint unto them the mourning Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Let's go ahead and read verse number four. It says this it says, And they shall build the old waste, and they shall raise up the form of desolations, and they shall Repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. Father God in heaven, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Father, to you alone we give all the glory, the honor, and praise that is due your name. Father, we thank you that this is the day which you have made. We will rejoice and we will be exceedingly glad. Father, I thank you, Father God, hallelujah, for your word. For your word is a lamp unto our feet, as is a light unto our path. Your word have we hid in our heart that we might not sin against you. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, as this word goes forth, we're expecting manifestation, visitation, demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power as you see fit. Father God, I decrease that you may increase, all of you and none of me. Let my tongue be the pen of a ready writer, writing the very oracles of your word upon the tablets of their hearts, Father God, that their lives will forever be changed. Let us be washed by the washing of the word of God. And it's to you alone we give all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And it's in your son Christ Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Let us all say amen. Now, glory to God again, my name is Milt Jones. I am the lead pastor here at Ignite Depot, AKA ID3 Center. And I wanna thank you for joining us tonight. Man, we're going to jump right into the word in Jesus' name. And if I was to give this t- message a title, the title of this message will be, this is uh, the greatest trick you never saw, part three. But the title is, things aren't always as they seem. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, things aren't always as they seem. Turn to another neighbor and say, neighbor, things aren't always as as they seem and then point to yourself and say hey things aren't always as they seem things are not always as they seem and in, in in the world today you have more uh, virtual reality um Gaming, you have people with anime and all those. And what are they doing in those situations? They're creating their own reality. They're, They're creating their own character. They're creating their own image. They're creating their own lifestyle. They're creating their own occupation. They're creating their own partners. What there You have more anime and virtual reality and gaming going on now than at any other time before. And what are people trying to do? They're trying to create their version of what a perfect situation and circumstance looks like. And God says, I already have a situation and circumstance and a plan and a purpose for your life. And if you make a decision to follow after him, it will be the greatest life you could ever experience. But you're going to have to do it. God's way. God told me to share this with you. He says, the, we, the word that we preach, we preach the word of faith. And according to Romans chapter 10 verses eight, it says this, but what does it say? The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. Now you might ask the question, why would you preach faith? Why would you preach the word? And and that brings about faith. Well, you got to understand this, that faith comes by hearing. And according to Romans chapter 10, verse number 17, it says this, I'm reading out an amplified version and it says this, so faith comes by hearing what is told and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message that comes from the lips of Christ the Messiah himself. In other words, it says faith comes by hearing. See, faith whether and that word faith, the Greek word for faith right there is pistis. The Greek word for faith right there in Romans chapter ten verse seventeen is pistis, and it means persuasion, assurance, reliance, truth itself, belief, and fidelity. So if you was to read that word with the definition, it would says so assurance, persuasion, reliance, truth itself, and belief. Come by hearing. Now you can end up having faith in all kinds. You can have faith in what is right, but you could also have faith in those things that are wrong. And what the word of God is saying right here in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, and also in Romans chapter 10, verse 8, is it says, The Word talking about God's word is near you. It's near you because it's in your it's in your mouth, it's in your heart. In fact, it is the word of faith, a word of persuasion, a word of assurance, the word of reliance, the word of truth itself is what we preach. So when you're talking about he he's preaching the word of faith, what that word what it really means, He, the word that he's preaching will bring about assurance, persuasion, reliance, truth itself and belief in the name of jesus see at the beginning of the year the lord gave the word he says 2023 will be a year of the blessing of the lord and according to proverbs chapter 22 verse 10 which says this reading out of the amplified it says the blessing of the lord it makes you truly rich and he adds no sorrow with it neither does toiling Our labor increasing. He's saying there, he says, when you labor, he, he says, the blessing, God's prosperity upon your life will cause you to increase. And when it causes you to increase, it will not be a result simply based off of your toiling and your labor. It's God's super on your natural, which makes it supernatural. Now we have preached that word over the last this has got to be week number six. Well, we've been preaching the word that the, the, this is the year, the blessing of the Lord, which makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. Now, what is that? It is a word that when you hear, because remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word that's being spoken. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. So, persuasion, assurance, reliance truth itself, and belief in the fact that 2023 is the year of the blessing of the Lord, which makes you rich and adds no sorrow with it. He says, the more you have heard that word, the more persuasion, assurance, reliance, truth itself, and belief you shall receive. But you got to understand this, as a man thinks in their heart, now, when I'm talking about heart, I'm not talking about that blood, that, uh, that uh, pump, that, that heart that's pumping blood through your body. I'm not talking about that heart. When I'm talking about your heart, we're talking about yours, the spirit, man, the real you. He uh, says this, as a man thinks in his heart, as a man or woman perceives or understands or comprehends in their heart, once they truly believe as a person thinks in their heart so is he, or so you become. He's saying this, he says, if you think that 2023 will be the year of the blessing of the Lord, which makes you rich and has no sorrow with it, if you believe it because you you have developed persuasion, assurance, reliance, and truth itself because you have heard the word of God spoken concerning the situation. Because remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we are preaching the word of faith that brings about persuasion, assurance, reliance, truth itself in Jesus' name. Because see, this is the thing. The battle is worn or lost in your mind. The battle is won or lost in your mind. How do you know that? Turn with me, if you will, over to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, as you were 2 Corinthians chapter 10, but we're going to start with verse number 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 3, I'm reading out an amplified version it says this. It says, For though we walk or live in the flesh, we are not carrying out our warfare according to the flesh and use a mere human weapons. Now, listen to this part. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God. To the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. So it says, you are it. Whether you believe it or not, whether you receive it or not, whether you understand it or not, you are in a warfare, a daily warfare. Only difference between the war that you see as an individual and the war that you see on TV when you see a nations rising up against nation is the battle that you're fighting is 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 a spiritual battle. You're in spiritual warfare. But God is saying here in this word, He says. I'm trying to tell you I'm going to let you know right now when you're when you're in this battle your battle is not against flesh and blood your battle is not against Bobby your battle is not against Sarah your battle is not against Susie your battle is not against Mary your battle is not against your husband your battle is not against your wife your battle is not against your, your boss your battle is not against your government you are in a spiritual warfare every single day of your life Regardless of whether you believe it, whether you receive it, whether you understand it or not, you are in a physical battle. And what's the battle over? Your mind. Why is that? Because this is but you got to understand that for the weapons that we are, our warfare are not physical weapons. It's not something that you're going to be able to win in the natural. But your battle, your weapons that you're fighting with are mighty before God. For the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Now, you might ask the question, what are strongholds? Strongholds are fortified patterns of thinking. Fortified patterns of thinking. And what they do with these fortified patterns of thinkers, is they're like bars uh, on a castle. They are, it's not letting in, anything in and it's not letting anything out. It's a when it says it's fortified, it means that it is guarded, it is shielded, and nothing can penetrate those uh, that stronghold unless you use something that has more power, more authority, more ability than the stronghold that has been established. Now you ask, how are thought? How are our strongholds established? Strongholds are established through. Calls. Strongholds are established through through habits. Strongholds are established through the like faith. Remember, faith comes by hearing. Now, strongholds come by hearing, and and, and stronghold can be from how you was raised, or or that this culture doesn't interact with this culture, or you know. Uh, every, you you you're poor. You're always gonna be poor. Uh, 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 you you all you're gonna always have challenges. You're always gonna have situations. Nobody in your family's ever graduated from high school. So I don't know why you're trying to graduate from high school. Your mama was divorced. Your daddy was divorced. Your grandparents were divorced. Your your uncle was on welfare. Your auntie's on welfare. Pookie, Nate, and they are all on welfare. So you might as well get ready to be on welfare. All those things are s- examples of. Strongholds. See, this is the thing. Even as, even as a person who uh, the world would say I would never say, but the world would say, you know, as a as a young uh, 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 American male who happens to be brown that you have, you got to perform three times harder in order to be able to get the same job. But see, I have found, see that, that in my mother's house, in my parents' house, they would never accept, accept that. In fact, we went to college preparatory schools before it was even popular. You could only speak proper English in my mother and father's house. If you did anything other than that, my mother would lay hands on you suddenly around your head and neck area to remind you, that is not how we do it in this household. Why? Because they never allowed the exterior to determine how high you would go. And see, the reason why this The name of this uh, podcast or this uh, this title is things aren't always as they seem because the adversary will try to create strongholds or fortified patterns of thinking to try to keep you locked inside behind those bars. Never thinking you'll ever achieve anything. Never think you'll ever rise higher than this. Never thinking that you will ever be anything more than what he says, according to his his logic his his theories his reasoning is his understanding but god says i've given you my word and he says that when you use my word you will be able to defeat one of the greatest tactics that the enemy uses and one of the greatest tactics that the adversary uses is fear and he wants you to fear but we have a have a definition for fear false Evidence appearing real. In other words, it's like a shadow. Fear is like a shadow. It's, it's being afraid of something that has not happened yet or, or responded to something as if it happened, even though there is no evidence that that very thing is going to happen at all. But you are trying to plan your life around something that has never even Happen and see. This is this is one of the greatest tricks or tactics of the adversary. Because you got to understand, your adversary has tactics. He actually has uh, wiles. In fact, it says in Ephesians chapter six, verse number eleven, it says it this way. It says, "Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against." the wiles of the devil. Now, when you're talking about standing against the wiles of the devil, what are you going to do? Standing against means you are able to resist the wiles of the devil. What are wiles of the devil? When you think about wiles, that Greek word wiles means trickery, schemes, methods, tactics, and strategies. So when God says, The weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down. You're going to be able to pull down those fortified patterns of thinking, which the adversary is using fear, which is one of his wiles, which is trickery, schemes, methods, tactics, and strategies. That's one of his strategies to keep you bound. Remember, the fortified pattern is to keep you bound. Remember, the bars will keep you anything from getting in, but it also is, is intended to keep you from trying to get out of that old pattern of thinking. And most people who are on suicide, who are on depression, who, are, who experience depression, and even some who become suicidal, that what happens is, is they get a thought it becomes a fortified pattern of thinking. And it's like, you ever seen one of those mules at one of the fairs and they are horses or ponies and it just goes around around in a circle on, on that little carousel. Do you know, even if you took that pony off of that, off of the, of the carousel, you know what that pony would do? Because it's been trained to think the, the limits of the length of where that carousel is, it will continue to go around that circle even unattached to that rope. He says, it's, it's, God says it's the same way when it comes to fortified patterns of thinking. Unless you use one of the weapons of God to be able to pull down that stronghold, that fortified pattern of thinking, you will just keep going around the circle over and over and over. It's like you ever put uh, played a, a song on Spotify at night and you put it on loop and it just plays the same track. Over and over and over. And it's gonna play that same track until you do something that stops that track from playing. Now, you gotta understand this. Again, one of the greatest tactics that the adversary uses is to try to convince you he's not here. Or it's not him who's behind the chaos. In fact, we talked about this last week. Even members of the church have bought into it. You know, God is in control of everything. You know, it's God who uses all things for my good. Killing somebody at three years old saying you need another person in in the choir is not for God's good. Uh, Hurting somebody and causing them to take out innocent people is not good. All, All those things did not work to good for those who was affected by those things, every good gift and every perfect gift, it comes from the Father above. Now, remember, it says that you have weapons, you have weapons to pull down, throw down those strongholds. In fact, I'm going to tell you, if you are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, you have been given delegated authority. He says this in in Luke chapter 10 verse 19 he says this he says but behold I give you authority delegated authority to trample on the serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt hurt you he's God is saying this he says even though the adversary has set up strongholds against you even though he's trying to st- establish fortified patterns of thinking in your mind he says I've given you authority and I'm, which is one of the weapons to be able to do what to cast down those imaginations. Casting down those thoughts. And according to Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse number five, I'm reading from the Amplified Glory be to God. He says, inasmuch we refute, that word refute means put off, throw down, and cast down what? How does he how does the adversary get go about establishing strongholds, fortify patterns in your mind through arguments and theories? And reasonings and every proud and lofty thing which tries to exalt itself up against the true knowledge of God. And did you hear that? The way that He establishes fortified patterns of thinking in your within you and me and all of us is He takes arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that he tries to exalt to try to make it have more more authority more power more strength more seems like it's more real than what the true knowledge of the word of god says but what did god say he says but jesus says, i have given you delegated authority and with that delegated authority you are able to Take authority over those thoughts. You're able to pull down those uh, arguments and reasons and theories and every high and lofty thing. And he says, and he says everything that tries to lift this up up against the word of God. He says you're able because you have authority. You can put that thought down. You can cast it down. You can refuse to receive it. And I'm going to show you how to go about doing it. How do you go about doing it? Remember, it says the one of the tactics that the adversary uses is fear, false evidence appearing real. Now, I'm going to give you the secret sauce on how to overcome fear. Are you ready? Here it comes. You ready? Here we go. Now, if you will, turn with me over to 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. We're going to show you how to cast down, refute, put off those arguments, theories, and reasoning to try to lift yourself above the knowledge of God. Now, Fear, you're being attacked by fear. You're feeling fear on every side. Remember it says in Psalms 23, it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why would you not feel any evil? Because God is with you. Now, this is what it says in 1 John chapter 4, verse eight. It 18. It says this, it says, there is no fear in love but perfect love cast out fear because fear involves torment. He who fears has not been made perfect or mature in love. So what do you say when you're feeling fear because fear is a it's a spirit of fear, it's a spirit of fear that's trying to come against you, and this is what you say when you're when you're having thoughts or arguments or reasonings or anything that's trying to exalt itself up above the knowledge of God because God never wanted you to, to live in depression, God never designed for you to walk around in fear, God never intended you to be walking around suicidal, playing the same old song over and over and over again. He's this is what you do when when fear tries to come against you, you say this, you say this, in the name of Jesus, the word of God says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out all fear. Therefore, I refuse to receive fear in the name of Jesus. And I cast down that thought in Jesus name. Now, spirit of fear, you go now in jesus name what does the spirit of fear have to do when it hears you say you go now in the name of jesus guess what it has to do it has to flee and start terror because it says in james chapter 4 verse 7 it says submit to god resist the devil and he will flee so remember Spirit, fear is a spirit and it says this all, how do you know it's a spirit because it says it in second timothy chapter 2 second timothy chapter 1 verse number 7 it says this for god did not give us a spirit of fear. See, again, fear is a spirit. It says, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So again, when the spirit of fear is trying to come up against you, when you're having thoughts and you're beginning to feel afraid and feeling like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm gonna do, you remind yourself that the word of God says this, he's giving you weapons. He's giving you weapons to be able to uh, Cool down. Strongholds and and he's also what a stronghold. Fortified patterns of thinking. Those fortified patterns of thinking, which cause a loop, which cause which di- is concerning uh, arguments and theories and reasonings and every high and lofty thing, which is trying to exalt itself up above what the word of God has to say. But what are you going to do? You're going to use the authority that's been delegated to you as a follower of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he says and and he said again, Luke chapter. 10 verse 19, he's giving you. Of power, He's given you authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies harm you. So when that thought is coming, when that spirit of fear is trying to grip you, when it's trying to take a hold on you and say, hey, even though 2023 is supposed to be the year of the blessing of the Lord, it's not going to be there for you or, or you're never going to get any higher and you're never going to get married and you're never going to get pregnant. You're never going to get out of debt. You're never going to get healed. You you stand up boldly because now you're operating according to the to the uh, uh, the authority that's been given to you by Almighty God by Jesus Himself and you says no, oh hold not today because you're gonna say this you're gonna say Spirit of fear I'm speaking to you right now in the name of Jesus. The Word of God says, and you give the address, and according to 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, that there is no fear in God, because perfect love casts out all fear, and spirit of fear, I'm speaking to you right now in the name of Jesus, and according to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, because God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind, and I cast you down in the name of Jesus, and I command you to go in Jesus' name. And in accordance to James chapter 4, verse 7, it says, when you submit to God, get come under his word, you resist the devil. You're resisting the, the, the strategies and schemes and trickeries of the adversary, it says, He will flee. See, God brought you out of the kingdom of darkness. He brought you out the kingdom of darkness in accordance to, in accordance to Colossians chapter one and verse thirteen. This is where we're going to wrap up. See, God has delivered you. It says in in uh, Colossians chapter one, verse thirteen, the N. Amplify: The Father has delivered you, has delivered you, and drawn you to Himself. ...out of the control and dominion or rulership of darkness, and he has transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. He has taken us out from under the control of the adversary, and he has brought us into his kingdom. And when you're talking about kingdom, remember we talked about when you're talking about kingdom... You're talking about a king's governing system of influence over a domain, a territory impacted with his will, his nature and his lifestyle. At one point in time, the adversary, he had influence over you. He had domain over you. He had he had influence over you and he was impacting your life with his nature, his lifestyle and his culture. But then you got born again. Then you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And what happened? As a result, you was transferred out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Now you're operating according to the kingdom of God. And in God's kingdom, the most simplest part is God's governing system to meet the needs of mankind apart from the world system. You're no longer bound to this world system. You're no longer bound to the world's way of doing things because you're now a citizen of the kingdom of God if you have been born again. Remember, we will teach and preach the word of faith, the word of faith, the word that brings about faith, which is assurance, persuasion, reliance, truth itself, and belief. But in order for you to participate in any of the things I just, the Lord just laid on me to give to you, he says, you first must be Born again. Why do you have to be born again? Well, according to John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus said, Until you're born again, you can't even perceive, understand, or comprehend the kingdom of God or God's ways of doing things. And he says, This, he says, Except you be born again, you cannot even enter into the kingdom of God. So I want to give you an opportunity to do that tonight in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. You, things are not always as they seem. You know, it's kind of like me. I'm sitting here right now, but what you don't know that underneath this shirt is my Superman shirt. Just like it was with Clark Kent. Clark Kent had his his spotty glasses on, and he and he looked like just a normal man. But when when trouble came, he knew that underneath all that all those clothes and those glasses and that nerdy look, there was more than meets the eye, and I'm prophesying to you tonight that there's more to you than meets the eye because you are not only a son of God, you're not only an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ, but you have been blessed to be a blessing, and this is the year that the blessing of the Lord has made you rich and adds no sorrow with it, and you have been given delegated authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy And nothing shall by enemies harm you. And you're able to pull down those old fortified patterns of thinking and replace it with the word of God. See, it's not enough just to pull, say I pull that thought down, but you have to replace it with the word of God. Because you're going to need the word of God in order to pull down those strongholds. And we're going to make this decision right now. And in fact, I give you an invitation in accordance to Romans chapter 10 again. Verses 8, 9, and 10, it says this. The word of God is near you, in your heart it's in your mouth. It's the word of faith that we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised it from the dead, you shall be saved. That we saved, healed, set free, delivered, protected, and made whole. He says, for with the mouth, with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I want to give you an opportunity to to receive Jesus as your as your lord tonight. I want to give you an opportunity to be, to become a citizen of the kingdom of God. That you'll have that you'll have that, uh, that delegated authority. You will know, you'll begin to learn how to use that, that that weapon to be able to pull down. You'll be able to take the word and be able to pull down, throw down those old patterns of thinking and re- and 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 begin to be established with the word that you may have faith where your faith will grow your faith will, comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god that your assurance your persuasion your reliance your dependency your truth itself and your belief will come when you begin to hear and hear and hear the word of god come on say this prayer with me confess it out of your mouth meaning out of your heart dear heavenly father In the name of Jesus, I do believe Jesus Christ, he is the son of God. I believe he died for me on the cross and carried my sins for me. He was put in a grave, but now he's risen. He's alive right now, Lord Jesus, Come into my heart. Save me now. I receive you as Lord over my life. I receive salvation. I'm now in right fellowship with God. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you pray that prayer for the very first time, I want to welcome you into the kingdom of God. Welcome you back into right position. Welcome you back in the right relationship. So, what do you do now, man? You got to get into babes Church that teaches you about the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, but also talks about the kingdom of God and the love of God. We know Ignite Depot is such a place, so we invite you to join us here each week at six p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Each week at six at six p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, for a right now word, a word that will help you to find life, identity, and purpose in the, through the word of God so that you can live your best life yet. Now, we also have a podcast. That podcast is Ignite to Life. Again, Ignite the number two life podcast, where you can hear this message and, and all the other messages that we have preceding this one. Man on behalf of Pastor Joanne and the entire Ignite nation. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. And remember this, things aren't always as they seem. There's more to you than meets the eye. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.